0: Well, welcome everybody to another edition of Last Christian. My name is JD Williams here in East Texas, and joining me all the way from New York City, my co-host and my brother in Christ, Mr. David Paxton. How are things going out there in uh, in the far northeast? There, Mr. Paxton. Oh, it's
1: pretty good. We had uh, we had an explosion in the electrical system the other day, so that was fun. Oh, wow! Uh, fortunately, it was at night, so not too many people got stuck in elevators. Um, and um.
0: <laughs> uh, the stuck in the elevator yeah. thing, that would terrify my wife. She's claustrophobic. And ah. do you remember um, in 2000 they were talking about, um, you know, how everything was going to crash basically because, you know, it was yeah, going yeah. to y, Y2K. Y, Y2K. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, now that was happening on January the 1st of 2000, right?
2: Mm-hmm. So
0: um, the uh, Texas Longhorns were playing. Uh, Arkansas in the Cotton Bowl on January the 1st 2000 and I'm a Texex okay uh, proud Texx member and in the hotel uh, where the horns were staying they were holding this big event you know the night before and so Anita and I went and um, you know, it's December 31st she's terrified of what of uh, you know, Electronics crashing and all that kind of stuff. And the hotel was too, obviously. This is like a five-star hotel, okay? Mm -hmm. And they had every elevator. There was like 10 elevators, okay? They had every one of them closed off except one, just one, (laughs) okay? Because they didn't want everybody to be stuck in all these elevators if if, if everything went south. Nothing happened, you know, obviously. Mm -hmm. Nothing happened. So you've got like... What a thousand people that are staying in this hotel trying to go to their rooms and uh, overpacking this one elevator It was a zoo, you know, and she was terrified the whole time, you know, it was was crazy Uh, Anyway, before we get too deep into stuff that nobody cares about, let me tell you this This is our weekend review. We're going to go over uh, what's going on, but I also want to once again hear uh, for you guys uh, I'm going to put up the uh, title screen one more time, and uh, this is the weekend Review. Are we witnesses to the fall of America? I believe that we just might be, as the United States seems to get further and further away from the state of Israel. And that's not a good thing. Um, but we're, not only are we going to talk about that, but we're going to talk about what the world is really worried about right now, which seems to be the Ukraine and, of course, the war in Gaza that the United States um, is taking more and more of the anti-Israel side, in my opinion. Uh, so let's just start, um, start off here. Uh, I'm going to plague you what the world is concentrating on first. And this is um, this is the newest thing coming out of Hungary. Let, let's listen to this one real quick. From Feature Story News in Washington, I'm
3: Benji Hire with a roundup of the biggest headlines from this past week. A week which ended with Hungary blocking a 55 billion euro or 55 billion dollar aid package for Ukraine. Just hours after an agreement was reached for Kiev to start accession talks with the bloc, Hungary maintains close relations with Russia. Pablo Gutierrez reports from Budapest. Prime Minister Viktor Orban vowed to oppose Ukraine's EU membership in the future. Orban, during his weekly radio address, said Hungary faced economic difficulties in 2023 but dealt with them on its own. He also expressed his reasoning for his veto on the EU's plan to give 50 billion euros in aid to Ukraine, saying it could negatively affect Hungary. EU leaders say Ukraine will not be left without support. The war-torn nation is critically dependent on European and American backing as it continues to fight occupying Russian forces. US President Joe Biden insists failing to provide additional aid to Ukraine would be the greatest Christmas gift to Russia's leader, Vladimir Putin. In a meeting on Tuesday at the White House with his Ukrainian counterpart, Volodymyr Zelensky, Mr Biden urged lawmakers to pass the supplementary funding. But with a three-week recess looming, the hopes of Congress reaching a deal by the end of the year remain in the balance
0: okay so um as you can see the the focus david for um secular people right now is number one get israel out you know shut them down and we'll we'll get into Mm -hmm. that We'll, we'll get into that in a minute but number two let's support the ukraine and send them billions and billions of dollars and we don't really care what happens here uh, I contend, and this is personal opinion, I contend that there's already been enough terrorists come across our southern border that we're already in trouble. But again, now that's mm-hmm. you know that's my personal opinion on that one only. Uh, but anyway, what, what do you think of this thing about Hungary and they're you know they're they're tight with Russia. They're saying there's no way we're going to allow the Ukraine to be a EU member, and they do have a veto vote by the way. And of course, they're trying to get into NATO too, and uh, I'm not sure if Hungary is un, in uh, NATO or not. I'm going to have to look that one up real quick. I think they are, but I'm not 100% sure. What, what, what's your comments on all that?
1: Yeah, I, um, it, I'm just concerned because UPS actually stopped deliveries to Russia, Belarus, and uh, Ukraine. So they they know something we don't know. <laughs> <It's>
0: like, <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs>
1: yeah. So. But I know more than they do as far as the Bible prophecies. And this, right, it, right. all of it is just a big ruse, really. Yeah. So you see all these nations, and we, we could take the time to list them out, but it's a radio show. We don't have that much time. But well, basically, <laughs> all of these nations are laid out in the Bible. Right. But I think one thing uh, prophecy teachers miss is the fact that it's a new batch that comes along okay it's people who don't have a country yet but they think they want to uh, just take over and rule the world mm-hmm. and and then out of that there's uh, one that rises up and takes out three others and he comes out of nowhere and he says he's you know greater than his brothers in other words it it, it look, the wording looks like it, he might be a nephilim and might be really huge and that's why people kind of um lean towards this guy and he'll come and and basically, everyone will love him, and he'll take over the world. And we know him as the Antichrist. And like, come uh, now,
0: you, you said he was big, like a giant, right? Um,
1: yeah, that's would, what, that's what the word implies. It says he was uh, greater than his brothers.
0: Okay, and that, the
1: word kind of gives the implication that he, he it means physically much bigger.
0: Would that be um, sort of like as in the days of Noah? Would, would, would that
1: yeah, play into that's that?
0: That's a really good point too
1: yeah because um he you know jesus talks about that he says as in the days of noah and people misconstrue that they said they'll be buying and selling and um and doing all this but that's not the point he was making with noah the buying Mm -hmm. and selling had to do with lot Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. so when he mentioned noah it specifically says they will be eating and drinking and taking wives and if you read it in, in matthew the Hebrew, Matthew was written in Hebrew first. They so even have an original copy. And the eating and drinking is actually the words that are used for um, munching, like, like crunching down on flesh mm-hmm. okay. and drinking blood. So mm. that actually gives more... To credence of as in the days of Noah, because as we don't know they were e- they were selling and buying and getting all this stuff, mm-hmm. but we do know that they were eating each other. If you read right. the book of Enoch, it talks yeah. about them, they've devoured the whole world, and then they devoured men, mm-hmm. and they would steal the wives. And the implication of the words they were they were marrying and given in marriage in in the Hebrew portion of Matthew, it's it's literally talking about they would they would steal women and rape them. Mm. Not they were marrying and given a marriage. No, but like kinda, Genesis it would know, wives unto them.
0: What what you were just talking about there the taking the hostages, basically. That kind of mm. reminds you of Gaza, right? I mean it, you know, it's,
1: Yeah, I mean it's all it all I, fits the pattern.
0: Yeah. I I mean I I just see things beginning to roll, you know, and it's getting faster and faster, exactly the way the Bible said it would. Um Anyway, that's one of the one of the things that's going on. Another thing that's going on that captured at least a lot of attention here in the United States uh, revolves around the House of Representatives. Let's listen to this one.
3: Also on Capitol Hill, the House of Representatives has voted to formally open an impeachment inquiry into President Biden, accusing him and his family of corruption. Iris Spitzer has the details.
1: On this vote, the a- a- A's are 220 and the nays
0: are 212. The resolution is adopted.
4: All 221 House Republicans voted to move forward with the impeachment inquiry while all 212 Democrats were in opposition. The inquiry against President Biden will give them more power to gather evidence ahead of a possible impeachment attempt early next year. Republicans have long alleged corruption in the Biden administration, Much of it centered around the president's son, Hunter Biden's, business dealings, although they have yet to present any conclusive evidence of wrongdoing.
0: Really? They have not produced (laughs) any evidence of wrongdoing. That guy either lives under a rock or he is an absolute 110% liar. There is Mm. so much evidence, and I say this as a member of the U.S. Press Association. It is factually wrong what he just reported there is a substantial (laughs) amount of evidence that points toward the big guy there is an incredible amount of evidence against mr biden and in my opinion uh, here I, um, i express an opinion as a citizen of the united states mr biden should be completely convicted of of traitorism toward the United States. I believe that he is compromised in China specifically, and I believe that his son should be in jail, and he should be put under the jail, in my opinion, for everything that that we know about him. Again, that is personal opinion, and anybody out there, you can have a different opinion, but I would sure like to hear your reasoning for it because This guy's a crook. I'm sorry, he's just a flat-out crook. His entire family is, again, in my opinion. But as a news reporter for KRRB, I can tell you there is a lot of evidence. Thank you, David, for putting that up there, because that fits perfectly. It really does. And, you know, for for, um, everybody that is just listening on one of the many radio stations that that carries uh, Last Christian, if you would like to see this graphic— David's got up, and I I really think that you should go to YouTube or go to uh, www.lastchristian.net. That's www.lastchristian.net. You can see the visual uh, presentations there, and I think it'd be worth your time. Anyway, David, what do you think about this? Should Biden be impeached, in your opinion? Now, I understand, you know, we we're might step on some leftist toes here, but should Biden be impeached? And oh, you've got to I mean, understand now who we get. Okay, you got to understand who we get yeah. if we impeach him. I,
1: that that's exactly where I'm going. He's he's clearly not qualified for the position at this point in time. Mm-hmm. So um they they wanted to install uh a very controllable first woman president mm-hmm. and this was the only way they figured they could do it. It didn't work last time um when uh you know someone said it's my turn. Mm-hmm. Go Right right so now okay what we'll do is we'll throw her in the back end because remember these two um you know it after she got out from under the desk Mm -hmm. she started to run for all these different offices and stuff and then had uh junk on all these people well they hated each other Mm -hmm. so uh, the puppet biden i don't know which one she hated more but there was a few of them and so she hated him he hated her they talked about all sorts of uh, derogatory comments and then all of a sudden they're in bed together. Yeah. So yeah. clearly a show, and it's yeah. clearly designed because they knew, you know, he wasn't long for this world. So yeah. we're going to have this and, and stall our puppet. But mm-hmm. he should have been impeached before it had even started.
0: Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. uh, I tend to agree with you. And of course, now what we have just expressed, again, uh, specifically for YouTube, that is because we have personal opinions. You know what? what's really strange, David, is that every human being on Earth has an opinion. But Mm. the problem is, is that all these people that want to invoke cancel culture and want you to uh, follow what they say, they don't want you to have an opinion. They want to tell you how to think and expect you to do that, or they will cancel you. They won't let your videos stand. They want to call you every name in the book. They want to accuse you of doing all the stuff that they're doing already, you know, that kind of stuff. And I'm fed up with it. I'm just sick of it, you know, so. uh, the
1: devil's going to do what the devil's going to do, but you got to remember Jesus already won, and yeah. when when it looks the darkest, that's when he comes back and says, "Surprise!"
0: Yeah,
1: and yeah. then one fell swoop of that double-edged sword coming out of his mouth, and they're all gone. No. That's going
0: to be a glorious day. But I how know.
1: glorious would it be if they were all nice people? Yeah, <laughs>
0: it's only really glorious if yeah. they're <laughs> would, all. Cool. <laughs> yeah, what would be the point, right? Mm. So, um, anyway, um, now. In the second half of the show, and we, we've still got plenty of time in this in, in this one, but anyway, in the second half of the show, we're going to get into Israel, and that's when it's really going to get heated, and I, I hope that you guys will stick around for that discussion because we are going to get deep into what's going on over there and how the world is beginning to change now. Perspectives are starting to change as expected, I might also add there. Um, another thing that's going on has to do with our Federal Reserve. Let's listen to this. Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell, at a Washington,
2: D.C. press conference, indicated that the Fed anticipates reducing interest rates next year.
3: Powell added that policymakers at the central bank view current interest rates as possibly at their highest point, expressing cautious optimism about the Fed significantly easing its anti-inflation measures by the end of 2024. This announcement followed the Fed's decision to maintain current interest
4: rates, continuing a halt in its series of substantial rate hikes aimed at combating inflation. Lawrence Keller reporting.
0: All they do is put their finger up in the air and see which way the wind is blowing and then they decide how much um you know when when we bought our home we got out in just an incredible interest rate i mean you know i won't go into all the details on it but we got an incredible interest rate and now because of the way that things have gone over the last couple of years and the interest rates um and, you know, I'm getting all this information in from, you know, the tax people and all that kind of stuff. Um, we couldn't afford to buy our own house right now. You know, I mean, it, it's, it's crazy. It's just crazy. And, and we're, we're talking about just in a short three-year time frame. Biden, I'm excited for you. Yeah, which, by the way, he doesn't want that used anymore. It it, it's not playing well publicly. Okay, but uh, here's let's use it more then. (laughs) Yeah, here's what the world says about the same thing. Let's listen to this. With
3: FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks, looking today at interest rates. It's been a mixed bag this week, depending on where you live. In the US, the Federal Reserve kept them unchanged, but indicated there could be three moves to lower rates in quick succession next year. In the UK, the Governor of the Bank of England on Thursday said it is too early to speculate about similar moves being taken there. What's the difference between the two economies? Carsten Jung is senior economist at the Institute for Public Policy Research in London. There is a risk for us leaving interest rates at too high for too long. And the key difference uh, to the US is there's much more support for people by the government. So uh, the the, the government is the flywheel uh, borrowing to invest, borrowing to support incomes, whereas the UK, um, with its... um, I might say obsession to hitting its physical rule is uh, is cutting government support, including for the most, those most in need, and therefore growth is actually looking much more poor in the UK than in the US. So uh, there could be cause for optimism, but only if the government changes tack, not just the Bank of England. Another difference between the two countries, the soaring cost of energy in Britain, sparked by the war in Ukraine. But there is pressure growing on the Bank of England now to match the optimism
0: expressed this week by the US Federal reserve with
3: fsn spotlight
0: i'm simon marks what is really amazing to me is everything seems to get better in an election year mm-hmm. i mean i and, and when i say that i say it kind of tongue in cheek because basically what they're saying is things are going to get better i mean they they mm. they're they aren't necessarily better they just say that they're going to get better and it happens every time there's an election coming up. You know, we got interest rates that are going through the roof, but it's going to get better after the election. Uh, we have gas prices that are beginning to come down a little bit. Things are getting better, but that's going to happen after the election. The, there's not so many people coming across the border because of our policies, but that won't, <laughs> you're not going to see that until after. The election it's just amazing Mm -hmm. to me this happens every four years and we've got gullible people in the United States of America that buy it every four years they buy it hook line and sinker because they're uneducated as to what's really going on they don't pay any attention to anything uh, regarding uh, politics at all until you know the last maybe week before the election or something like that and then they just express that they're going to vote for the same people they always did. I saw a, a report, and I'll let you comment. Um, I saw a report where uh, it was on one of the Fox shows, and they sent people out, and um, they were talking about Trump. He said, well, he's an idiot. Okay, well, can you give me some specifics? What don't you like? Mm-hmm. Um, crickets. Uh, what, what makes him an idiot? Crickets. Just crickets. They don't know. They're just buying the same old crap. And, you know, and the thing is, they're calling him an idiot. I'm calling them. An idiot. What, what what do you have to say there, David?
1: Well, the um, everything is orchestrated. This whole thing is orchestrated. the The Federal Reserve is neither federal nor do they have any reserve. Right. Um, it does not belong to the United States government whatsoever. It's all a banking institution. Right. So, and they're they're incorporated in Puerto Rico, which is why they'll never make Puerto Rico a state because then they'd have to come under all that. Um, stuff so it's all a ruse they make up inflation the only reason they they create inflation is so the money that you put in their banks uh is not worth as much but they still have it so you have to spend more of it and now they're just collecting it whereas you know if you have silver and gold that just kind of maintains evenly Mm -hmm. across the board there was no such thing of inflation uh before this era before the whole banking system took over, there was no inflation. Dollar mm-hmm. was a dollar for right. years and years and years. And pound right. A pound was a pound, and that's just what it was. Mm-hmm. They made it on purpose. It's all designed that way. Um, same thing with the elections. You, you, we all know what's going on with the elections, and mm-hmm. but we don't know what to do about it because right. they're the big bully in the room other than to get our big bully Jesus in on it and right. say, hey, you know what? When you're coming back, and he's like, yeah, I got this. Hang on a minute, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Don't sweat it. um, (laughs) That being said, um, honestly, you know, Trump actually, I less than a mile from here is the house he grew up in, uh, Mm. where I live. Okay, so I could drive over there and look at the house, and it's a decent house, a a regular upper middle class house that is is, that he grew up in until his dad made some real good money. Mm -hmm. Even the hospital right down the street had the whole Trump Pavilion. Where uh, you know they took care of his mom really good. So his father Trump built an entire addition to it and said, "Here, this is a great addition." It was called the the the, uh, the Trump section uh, until Trump got in office. Then they went up. They literally paid to get go up and take the sign down. Yeah, <laughs> even though it was his father that built it, it's so disingenuous. Um, but he has um, he has a lot of nefarious background too. If you look at his, oh, um, yeah. oh, what yeah. his uncle's doing. And with mm-hmm. Tesla they, they him and uh, he, he was in the CIA and stole all of Tesla's files and if you look, there's a book from the early 1900s called the Last President. It talks about Trump and it even has a Baron Trump in there. It's pretty wild Um <laughs> yeah. it, it's like it was it was all orchestrated yeah. but one of the maxims of um, the the evil powers of being they got to create the chaos in order to provide the solution and say, look, we fixed everything.
0: Right, right. And it's called it building the, the straw man. Heroes, building the straw man to where they can tear the straw man down. That's what it's yeah. about. Oh,
1: and, then, and then and then, if they need a, a hero, they'll create their own. Mm-hmm. Now, for me, I've been here, and I, Trump was very, 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 very liberal for all these years. Oh, yeah. Years and years and years and years, yeah. and all of a sudden, he's running for president. Now he's conservative. So he speaks everything that we like.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But then I have that concern, is it a ruse?
0: Yeah. Well, you know, that was kind of what was talked about um before the twenty sixteen election is, you know, is he yep. really is he really a conservative or is he going to flip back, you know, and go yeah. back to his liberal stances? Yeah. Is and, this
1: a real change of heart? And I don't I don't know him personally, so yeah, I, I don't know.
0: I don't either. I, I just know that things were a lot better when he was president. You know, for me personally, 100%. yeah, things were a lot better, and um, you know, I, I felt like that we were doing pretty well. And you know, yeah. to to elect somebody that's brain dead is kind of hard for me to. Yeah, I I, I'm sorry, I didn't. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I didn't say that the president was brain dead. I did not say that. I really didn't. I promise you, I did not say he was brain dead. He might be, but I didn't say it. Okay. So, anyway, I'm sorry. I about would that. never
1: say that he's brain dead. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you know he's he's got some issues. I'll put it that way. Um, now, yeah, we the United the States, yeah, the United States. Uh, you know, I don't know. We we just we just talked about him a little bit here, but some of the decisions that this guy makes um, are questionable. And one one thing that really has me bothered is. Um, his lack of concern about our troops overseas, his lack of concern mm. about, uh, you know, American citizens overseas. Uh,
1: Unless they're gay.
0: Yeah, or trans or what, you know. I mean, if, if it's a minority thing, and by, by minority, I'm not talking about black or Hispanic or anything like that. I'm talking about socially minority, you know, because I think 1% of the country is trans. And yet, they yeah. get like 99% of the positive stuff coming out. Um, but what I'm referring to here, David, is there was a U.S. destroyer. This was just, now, this is kind of breaking news, actually. This was just uh, overnight. A U.S. destroyer shot down 14 at- attack drones in the Red Sea. This was, nice. uh, yeah. This was early this morning. It was the USS Kearney, and these were drones that were launched from the Houthi-controlled area of Yemen, according to our U.S. Uh, Defense Department. The quote coming from them is, in the early morning hours of December the 16th, so I just dated to show, hours of December the 16th, the uh, U.S. Arleigh Burke-class guided missile destroyer USS Kearney its call is it a DDG-64, operating in the Red Sea, successfully engaged 14 unmanned aerial systems launched as a drone wave from Houthi-controlled areas of Yemen, this according to the U.S. Central Command, or CENTCOM. Uh, the UAS were assessed to be one-way attack drones and were shot down with no damage to the ships in the area or reported injuries. The USS Kearney has shot down 37 incoming attack drones in recent weeks. Uh, this uh, Also, the HMS Diamond, a British warship, shot down another Houthi drone Saturday after the uh, Kearney's hours-long battle in the Red Sea. So, uh, you know, they're attacking us. Are you hearing about that? I mean, are you hearing about any kind of you know, retaliation or anything, and you're going to have to hold your answer to that for the second half of the show. We'll start off there, and then we'll start in with Israel and why I firmly believe that the United States is about to make a catastrophic mistake. And I'm talking a catastrophic mistake to the point that the United States may cease to exist as a country. And we something that we need to pay attention to because it's in the Bible that Israel will stand alone. Is this the beginning of the end for us? That's what we need to talk about, and it's serious business, and if you don't think it's going to happen, well, remember, they didn't think that Trump winning the presidency would ever happen, and that happened, and it might happen again. We'll be back right after the break.
3: From feature story news in Washington, I'm Benji Hire with a roundup of the biggest headlines from this past week. A week which ended with Hungary blocking a 55 billion euro or 55 billion dollar aid package for Ukraine, just hours after an agreement was reached for Kiev to start accession talks with the bloc. Hungary maintains close relations with Russia. EU leaders say Ukraine will not be left without support. The war-torn nation is critically dependent on European and American backing as it continues to fight occupying Russian forces. U.S. President Joe Biden insists failing to provide additional aid to Ukraine would be the greatest Christmas gift to Russia's leader Vladimir Putin. In a meeting on Tuesday at the White House with his Ukrainian counterpart Volodymyr Zelensky, Mr. Biden urged lawmakers to pass the supplementary funding. But with a three-week recess looming, the hopes of Congress reaching a deal by the end of the year remain in the balance. Also on Capitol Hill, the House of Representatives has voted to formally open an impeachment inquiry into President Biden, accusing him and his family of corruption.
4: Iris Spitzer has the details.
0: On this vote, the yeas are 221 and the nays are 212. The resolution is adopted.
4: The inquiry against President Biden will give them more power to gather evidence ahead of a possible impeachment attempt early next year. Republicans have long alleged corruption in the Biden administration, much of it centered around the president's son Hunter Biden's business dealings, although they have yet to present any conclusive evidence of wrongdoing. Biden said Republicans were wasting time on what he called a baseless political stunt. As Israel continues
3: with its bombardment of Gaza, there are growing rifts between the government there and the administration stateside, with Joe Biden criticising Israel for what he calls its indiscriminate bombing, which he fears is losing the country international support. US intelligence suggests nearly half of the Israeli munitions dropped on Gaza are what's known as dumb bombs, in other words, unguided and therefore potentially imprecise. Mr Biden hit out of what he labels the most conservative government in Israel's history, condemning it for seemingly not wanting a... A two-state solution. This whilst the United Nations General Assembly voted in favor of a draft resolution urging an immediate ceasefire in Gaza. More than three-quarters of the 193-member General Assembly backed the move which was vetoed by the United States in the Security Council. Here's Jody Jacobs from the
2: UN headquarters in New York. Before the vote, both the United States and Austria tried to push for amendments to the text which it says did not condemn Hamas, but this failed. Egypt, who tabled the resolution, told the General Assembly that the resolution is a very simple, clear and explicit one, saying the killings need to stop. Resolutions by the General Assembly are not legally binding, but they do carry immense moral weight. And
3: representatives from 198 nations have agreed on a climate deal at the COP28 summit in Dubai. The text calls on all countries to transition away from the use of fossil fuels, but not to phase them out. And that's your week in review.
0: And welcome back to the second half of Last Christian again. My name is JD Williams here in East Texas, and joining me all the way from New York, Mr. David Paxton. David, what did you think about all this stuff? You know, the destroyers uh, taking fire, and the United States is doing nothing. I mean, I I'm just I'm mystified as to why this isn't a bigger story. We're being attacked. Mm-hmm. Constantly. Well, it, and, and, you know, and the administration is not doing anything about it. What's going on?
1: That that's not their focus. Their focus is let's let's launder all this money and see if we can get this government out and install the new government. Uh, so anything that destroys the remnants of what the United States was is fine with them. And it's the narrative. They they can control the narrative. So they do like, Hey, we don't want that because then people will rise up and they'll get all excited. And then, you know, then we got 1776 all over again. Yeah. So they're trying to keep everything down because that's how you keep control by the inflation and the interest rates that they're controlling there. They're controlling where they're sending all our money. Um, You know, and that's a whole nother story. They get a lot more money than, than they pretend to have. And um, the country is not, uh, well, technically the country is in debt, but they have way more than we can even imagine. Yeah. Uh because they use us. They use us and that we'll see that in Revelation eighteen. They said they traffic uh in in some things and I wanna talk about that as we go too. Again, it goes all back to the ruse. They're they're over there. All these things happen. They want it to happen. So Anything they can do to facilitate this destruction of, of the all of the countries of the world so they can build a new one, they'll do. And that includes control the narrative. That's why we don't hear about it.
0: Yeah. And, you know, it it's just amazing to me. You know, I, I never thought that we would not respond at all. But I kind of go back. um, I don't know. I can't remember what year it was, 60, 68, 69, somewhere in that, in that area uh, when the U.S. Pueblo was captured um, off the uh, coast of North Korea. They were in international waters. I've told this story before, but it's worth it for those of you who haven't heard it before. Um, this was a naval vessel that was you know, in the international waters, and the North Koreans sent out a, a force... And they captured our crew, and they captured our ship, and they took them back to North Korea. And after they were finally returned, the crew itself was returned, um, after months of negotiations, they said that they were very disappointed in the United States government, which was then um, under uh, President Lyndon Johnson. I hate to say he was from Texas, but he was. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, uh, what um, what they were complaining about is the fact that they said when they were, you know, being held, that they kept listening and watching, listening and listening. They wanted to hear the sound of B-52s coming over there bombing North Korea. If that meant they, did, they, they, they died, they were good with that, you know. They just wanted to know the United States cared enough to do something about it, and they didn't. So they were they were really upset about that. So mm-hmm. anyway.
1: Uh, well, he was I, installed, too, because they didn't like
0: Kennedy. Yeah. I I tend to agree with you on that. You know what I mean? You know, we can go down the conspiracy theory uh, wormhole. Well, you know f- why they
1: really killed Kennedy was because he was going back to the American dollar as opposed to the Federal Reserve notes. mm that's what I really killed
0: them. Yeah, you know, that and the CIA. Uh, um, there, you know, there, there, there's a whole lot. There. Like I said, you know, we could we could spend a lot of time on conspiracy theories <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. You know, uh, uh, but I, I think I think conspiracy is is more plausible than single shooter. But that's just personal opinion, you know. Uh, but you got to remember, I lived like 30 minutes away from where that happened, so I. I uh, I've been there many times, and it's just too easy. <laughs> it's too mm-hmm. easy for it not to be a conspiracy, okay? Um, so anyway, that, that, that's all we'll say on that. Uh, I do want, though, to get into um, what Israel um, is is facing and why I think the United States is in trouble. And we'll start here. Uh, listen to this one real quick.
2: White House National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan is meeting officials from the Palestinian Authority in the West Bank. They're expected to discuss options for the future governance of Gaza. Earlier this week, Sullivan met Israeli officials to call for a lower-intensity, more targeted campaign in Gaza. President Joe Biden says he wants Israel to be more careful as it carries out its operations against Hamas, which have killed more than 18,000 Palestinians. Israel says it will fight until it achieves an absolute victory.
0: Okay, so you can say there—that's there, a sort of a hint at the fact that things are going south between the United States and Israel. And this one takes it just a little bit further. Same topic. A different report Listen to this one as Israel continues with its
3: bombardment of Gaza, there are growing rifts between the government there and the administration stateside, with Joe Biden criticising Israel for what he calls its indiscriminate bombing, which he fears is losing the country international support. U.S. intelligence suggests nearly half of the Israeli munitions dropped on Gaza are what's known as dumb bombs, in other words, unguided and therefore potentially imprecise. Mr. Biden hit out what he labels the most conservative government in Israel's history, condemning it for seemingly not wanting a two-state solution. This whilst the United Nations General Assembly voted in favour of a draft resolution urging an immediate ceasefire in Gaza. More than three-quarters of the 193-member General Assembly backed the move which was vetoed by the United States in the Security Council. Here's Jody Jacobs from the UN
2: headquarters in New York. 153 member states have voted in favor of the resolution, calling for an immediate humanitarian ceasefire, demanding that all parties comply with their obligations under international law and the unconditional release of all hostages. But before the vote, both the United States and Austria tried to push for amendments to the text, which it says did not condemn Hamas, but this failed. Egypt who tabled the resolution told the General Assembly that the resolution is a very simple clear and explicit one and is long overdue saying the killings need to stop resolutions by the General Assembly are not legally binding but they do carry immense moral weight the world has spoken says one diplomat here in New York but we'll have to wait and see whether either side in this Middle East conflict adheres to this resolution
0: okay uh, they carry extreme moral weight Or something like that okay in other words nothing Uh, Mm -hmm. there's absolutely nothing um that that they can actually do and i can tell you this as a fact israel doesn't care what the united nations thinks they don't (laughs) they're they're going to take care of themselves no matter what the united nations wants to talk about the united nations didn't protect them you know when they weren't a country. I mean, the United Nations didn't even exist. You know, it's all created after the fact. And, um, you know, they made it clear Holocaust never going to happen again. And here you got an attack on Israel, and everybody's blaming Israel because they got attacked. That was kind of stupid. But anyway, um, you know, what, what are they going to do? I mean, what is the UN going to do if Israel says no? What are they going to do?
1: Exactly. And it's just,
0: it, it's just a joke. Yeah. Like
1: every, every single resolution, like I think 90 something like 95% of the resolutions has something to do with putting down Israel. Uh, yeah. the United It's like that's the only reason they exist. Yeah. That's why God says, why do the nations rage? And they carry on. It talks about every nation. Um, and that would include this one. Yeah. Uh, I got news for you folks. This is not, the america you think it is or no. it was in the past no it's um, not, america, it's it's not. A whole world system jesus called us out of it he says we're we're in the kingdom of god right. and he said you know uh my kingdom is not of this world so we are the ambassadors here we are the representatives of christ and as an ambassador when we speak it is as jesus christ himself is speaking so because that's an ambassador and an attack on an ambassador is considered an attack on the entire nation so that's why we're here protected and that's why right now while the church is still here we can see why these things haven't exploded we can see why america hasn't been judged yet for the atrocities that it's it's doing with abortion and all these special rights that we have Mm -hmm. and all this Mm -hmm. other stuff well how come it's not judged yet well just like lot you remember the angels came down to Lot. And if you read it, uh, people don't realize this, but there's a picture of the rapture with Lot because they came down and they grabbed his hand and the next second he's in out. the field. Yeah, forced
0: yeah. him out. And, and yeah. It
1: wasn't like they ran to the field. They said they grabbed his hand, then they were in the field. Like
0: yeah.
1: right next to each other. It wasn't, yeah. hey, well, let's run away. Uh, mm-hmm. No, boom, gone.
0: Yeah. So yeah.
1: it's another picture of the rapture. It's a type and a pattern. And that's what's going to happen here, and then that when that happens, poo, all the judgment comes down. So that leads you to believe that um, you know it will it will be like a catalyst almost for the mm-hmm. uh, the seven year tribulation. But it's all Babylon. Remember, we talked oh, yeah. about that when we had uh, Randy on for the C two K report. Everything yeah. is Babylon. So yeah. w- let's go and into yeah, a little bit of that.
0: Yeah, we we do need to get into a little bit of that. Um, I I just want to make it really clear here you know they're talking about dumb bombs they were criticizing israel for the use of dumb bombs i want somebody somebody give me an example of a smart bomb that was used in world war 2 world war 1 hmm. vietnam war <laughs> or by uh, Hamas. korean war <laughs> yeah how about hamas's attack on israel uh, how many smart bombs were used in that um in other words there's one set of rules for israel and then there's another set of rules for um uh, civilized countries and then there's another set of rules for terrorists and the terrorists are given special permissions and special exclusions am i am, am i close on that
1: yeah pretty much okay it's just all right.
0: the so, ignorance
1: is overwhelming all
0: right. uh, so but uh, i've got three reports here i want to get to but i want you really quick to go ahead and tell us about babylon because a lot of people think babylon is the united states neither one of us think so we both agree on what it truly represents, but I think it would be good if you described that, so go ahead, take as much time yeah, as you want
1: there's, um, there there's definitely the uh prevailing um, simulation, but you got to remember um, when when Jesus came, the Bible said he will come out of Bethlehem, mm-hmm. he'll come out of Nazareth, and he'll come out of Egypt right. And Everyone's like, no, and they're arguing back and forth, right? You can see them now arguing. I'm mm-hmm. in the Egypt camp, I'm in the Bethlehem camp. Uh, mm-hmm. But he
0: came from all three, yes, he did, yes, he <laughs> did. Fulfilled all of that, all so
1: you're gonna, you really got to look at this. So, Kim, you know, Babylon is the world system, so you can't just say, oh, it's Babylon is America and that's it, in a sense, because yeah, the Babylon system is running America right now, but it's also mm-hmm. running the rest of the world, right? So, you have he will come out of literal Babylon, come mm-hmm. out of her, but also the representation of Babylon in the governments and stuff. Mm-hmm. So you really have to look at prophecy from that esoteric point of view. Mm-hmm. There are hints and types and patterns, and it's just it's an allusion to what's going to happen. Because if I spell out exactly what's happened, first of all, you wouldn't believe it, and second of all, you know then the devil would know, and he'd try to thwart it. But. Um, What's going to happen to Israel is in Revelation 12. talks about the, the the vision in the heavens with the woman clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet, and then the devil comes. third of the angels are, are wiped down, and Israel runs into the mountains. Zechariah tells us that two-thirds of them will actually be destroyed. So, unfortunately, there will be another, what we would term, a holocaust, according to the Bible. Right. Um, but the one of the major things here is... Um, And we see Babylon all over, but the end times Babylon is in Revelation. And in 14, um, verse 8, it said there followed another angel. Remember, he's seeing this vision of description. It's saying Babylon is fallen, is fallen, that great city, because she made all nations drink of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. Okay, that led people to think, okay, all nations are drunk with the wine of the United States. And then, when you get into uh, eighteen, and you look in um starting at, at verse ten, standing afar off of fear of her torment, saying, alas, that great city Babylon, that mighty city for in one hour, thy judgment has come okay you what like all of us all of a sudden it's going to be gone mm-hmm. so does that mean a specific location does it mean Babylon the city over there does it mean Uh, representation of it to be in the United States. I would suggest maybe all three, just like when Jesus came. So, and the merchants, check this out though. Check this out. It's a little bit lengthy, but watch at the very end. The merchants of the earth the earth shall weep and mourn over her for no man buyeth her merchandise anymore. So it's talking about merchandise, mm-hmm. controlling, buying and selling, right? The merchandise of gold and silver and precious stones and pearls and fine linen and purple and silk and scarlet and all the tiny wood and all manners of vessels of ivory and manners of vessels of precious wood and of brass and of iron and marble and cinnamon and odors and ointments and frankincense and wine and oil and fine flour and wheat and beasts and sheep and horses and chariots and slaves and the souls of men. There you go. That's the big one. This is what we talk about in the C2K report with Mm -hmm. with your – certificate and and your social security number that's your soul
0: mm.
1: your your okay. essence of your being and it's not a slave because he already mentioned slaves slaves mm. and the souls of men mm-hmm. this is the babylon system where they control everybody and okay. it ultimately leads to the mark of the beast that's gotcha. all that will be destroyed in one hour and that's going to be a fine day
0: mm. yeah yeah it's yeah, well uh now we're, we're are, are we here for that we're not here for that right
1: no, no. This is uh anything after Revelation four verse one is um uh is after the, the church Re- age the tribulation period.
0: Yeah, after right? the church age. And, uh,
1: yeah, let's hit on that. Let let's slam the rapture home because he said uh, after this I looked. All right, so he's talking about in in chapters two and three. He's talking about the seven churches, which are an exact analogy of the churches through the age from time when Jesus was here till now, those actually represent the church period. It's crazy Mm -hmm. in a good way. So after this, John says, I looked and behold, it says in the King James, a door was open, but the Greek is portal. Uh I behold, and a portal was open to heaven. And the first voice I heard was like a trumpet talking with me. We said, come up here. And I will show you the things which must be hereafter. Right. So right there, we see the 24 elders. We see the rainbow around the throne. The 24 elders are analogous of the church, 100%. You could just look at their description. They wear crowns, and Mm -hmm. they're kings and priests. That that Mm -hmm. only represents the church. And here, the church is in heaven around the throne after this portal was opened, and then all these other things come afterwards.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So you better get ready, folks. Yeah, you better, yeah. You better be ready because it, this could happen at any time. Because just like there is a last play in every football game, there is going to be that last individual to accept Jesus Christ before the rapture of the church. So if you get left behind, you're going to have to deal with a lot of bad stuff. And you can avoid that by simply saying that prayer of salvation. Tell the Lord you know you're a sinner, ask for his forgiveness, tell him that you know that Jesus Christ died for you on the cross that he rose after three days. He sits at the right hand of God. He's coming back for his church before he unleashes the wrath that is going to be worse than anything the world has ever seen or ever will see again. Pray that prayer of salvation in your own words, and make sure you say, in the name of Jesus Christ, amen. And if you are that last Christian, the next face that you see is going to be That of Jesus Christ. And you'll be surrounded by all Christians living and dead, including me and David, up there in the clouds along with you. And we look forward to that. David, I want to tell you what the world is focused on right now. And then Mm -hmm. I'll give you some some other information here. But there's been a tragedy in Gaza. This is going to be blown up. I promise you, you're going to hear this for days. Okay, Three hostages were mistakenly shot dead by Israeli troops. Okay? And that headline is going to be on every news agency that you can think of, I guarantee you. The IDF soldiers mistakenly identify Israeli hostages. The names are Yotam Haim, Samir Taleka, and Elon Shamirez. And I'm sure I butchered all of them. Uh, They were identified as a threat, they were shot, and they were killed. Um, Now, the IDF believes that the three hostages uh, were accidentally shot uh, after they escaped captivity or were abandoned by the terrorists who were holding them because of the fighting. They are investigating this action, but it was an accident. They didn't target terrorists or target hostages. They didn't do that. It was a mistake. They have, And the thing is, is they're admitting it. They're telling you mm-hmm. they did it, okay? Uh, they're being completely transparent in this thing. I haven't heard Hamas be transparent about anything they do. But Israel is, is trying to, you know, they're trying to explain, look, you know. Uh, by the way, there's reports coming out that these guys were shirtless and were waving a white flag. I mean, that's the reports that are coming out of the of the Hamas side. So... You know how much of that is true? I really don't know, but I can tell you that Israel admitted they made a mistake. They killed three hostages. What the world needs to concentrate on is why they were there. Hamas invaded Israel. They killed thousands of Jews. They took took a bunch of them hostages and been holding them. You know, I'm sorry. Bad things happen. Uh, now, get into this a little bit more to tell you the the. Uh, the way these people think, okay? Jerusalem, this happened in Jerusalem. Again, this is today, okay, in Jerusalem. The Arabs there, residents of Jerusalem's Arab neighborhoods, celebrated as air raid sirens sounded in the city and nearby areas. The sirens were the first heard in Jerusalem since October the 30th in a video clip published to social media the arabian residents of jerusalem can be heard responding to the siren with cheers and whistles and according to reports a rocket fired from gaza exploded near a hospital in ramallah okay so you're not going to hear too much about that because that's a you know that's them uh, the terrorists doing something. Oh, by the way, did they have smart bombs in that? I don't think they did. I think those are pretty much stupid bombs. Um, also, UN, uh, Israel's UN envoy, Hamas. Uh, now, this one, I'm, I'm going to be curious, David. You tell me if you think this is going to be reported, okay? Here's the headline, and then you tell me, and then I'll, I'll read the whole thing. The Israeli UN envoy, Hamas, has attacked the Al-Aqsa Mosque. That's, you know, mm-hmm. the, the big one there mm-hmm. in, uh, in Jerusalem. Um, and the Iron Dome came to its defense. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what, what do you think about that? In other words, Hamas shot up some stupid bombs, stupid missiles, and they targeted Jerusalem and they even tried to target their own mosque on the temple mount yep. and the israeli yep. defense force iron dome prevented the destruction do you think that's going to be reported in the, in the mainstream media
1: <laughs> no it it's it's all it was uh, orchestrated on purpose because that are like they're going to bomb their own mosque and then blame Israel for it and exactly. try and get everybody's uh, attention. Exactly. And it's, sadly enough, the, the sheep of the world um, are just going to fall for it. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. Palestine. Uh, and it's it's just ridiculous. And this is what they do regularly. Matter of fact, that just it also leads me to believe that they did this with, with um, the hostages that were shot. Sadly, mm-hmm. it... Yeah, it's a very sad thing. Yeah. But it would not surprise me if Hamas dressed them in their own clothes and put that stuff and then sent them out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me either. It wouldn't surprise yeah. me either. Uh it's there the are first also
1: thing my mind is they, they probably set the whole thing up.
0: Yeah, and on that note, there there's reports that uh they've got I, and I've seen these reports already, including the video where uh, they went into hospitals and schools and pulled out these terrorists, mm-hmm. you know, that they said weren't there, well, they got them, <laughs> okay? So, uh, you know, that's just something else to, to go by there and show you. Hamas is nothing but a liar, which puts them right in there with a the great deceiver, as far as I'm concerned. But um, anyway, uh, Ambassador Jalad Erdan, Israeli, He told the uh, United Nations General Assembly that Israel had protected the Al-Aqsa Mosque, the holy site for Muslims in Jerusalem, for Hamas, sharing his speech on X. Uh, He said that Israel is defending the Al-Aqsa Mosque from Hamas missiles. He said just as ISIS destroyed Mosque, Hamas Hamas ISIS is willing to blow up Al-Aqsa for Hamas murdering Israelis is more important than Islamic holy sites this is what i said today in the un general assembly as i showed the iron dome interception of a hamas missile fired toward the temple mount these are the terrorists that the un has chosen to protect unbelievable unquote hmm. now i think that you know that just goes to show you that um, you know the mainstream media is not going to pick up on anything pro israeli I I can promise you that. Uh, David, we've got about two minutes. If you want to comment on that, go ahead.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's a really good point. That just shows you how unimportant that mosque is to them, Mm -hmm. which means it's all a ruse to just try and take over Jerusalem because they know that land belongs to God.
0: Right, right. Now, do you think that there are uh, weapons, uh, soldiers, and that type of thing in that mosque I mean, I'm, i and I'm asking that question, yeah, I mean, not knowing it, not knowing the answer. I was never there,
1: but it, it, if I were to bet on it, then I'd probably say eighty <laughs> percent.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I'd say it's more like ninety-nine point nine percent. But you know, that's that's just my personal opinion. I got nothing to back that up, absolutely nothing. I mean, maybe it is a strictly a, uh, you know, a place to go and.
1: But I think it would be a good bet.
0: Yeah, I do. But, you know, again, it's just it's just my personal opinion. But the thing is, overall, is that Israel is never going to get any credit for anything good. They're going to be blamed for everything that's bad. And I have said this for a long time. I believe that no matter how it happens, when Isaiah seventeen one is fulfilled and that Damascus ceases to be a city and becomes... Uninhabitable that Israel is going to be blamed for it, whether it had anything to do with it or not. Mm -hmm. That's just my personal opinion. You got about 30 seconds to respond, David.
1: Uh, Well, listen, all of this is coming to a fruition now. The Bible is crystal clear that the church is a different set of individuals and it will not be here when. Mm when Yeshua comes and has to deal with Israel again for that final week, that seven-year tribulation. You can't mix the two people groups together. There's Israel and there's the church, and they're both saved by the Messiah. Israel's about to repent and receive him as well.
0: Yeah. Well, and we look forward to that day. Um, Of course, now we're not going to be here because we're Christians, and we're going to be caught up. With every Christian living and dead In the air with Jesus When he comes back for his church And we hope that you guys That have not yet accepted Jesus Will do so Where you can be a part of that Glorious moment Um, We will be back For another edition Of Last Christian next week We hope that you'll join us then Until then everybody Good night And God bless Thanks again for joining us
1: today for the Last Christian Radio Show. And be sure to tune in every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday right here and at www.lastchristian.net. Until the trumpet sounds.
3: Are you prepared for an emergency or disaster? Because it's not a matter of if, but when. Don't find yourself saying,
4: <laughs> when the storm rolls in, my time to find a pet-friendly evacuation center will have run out. The scorching
1: heat wave will leave me powerless to cool my insulin.
2: I'll face a hurricane without meds. Now that's a tough pill to swallow. Let's prepare so we all have a better story to
1: tell. Get started at ready.gov slash Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council.